Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theater podcast that celebrates live theater on the podcast stage. I'm Bernadette Armstrong. We strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theater organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. Now playing Moments, written and directed by Bernadette Armstrong, starring Goretti Da Silva as Katrina and Elaine Mello as Margaret Gomez. medical group. You've reached the voicemail of Margaret Gomez. Sorry I can't take your call right now. Please leave a message after the beep. If this is a true emergency, please hang up and call 911. Hey, it's Katrina. Can you give me a call? I'm not okay. I just had a run-in with a man, and uh, I'm, I don't know what I am. Can you call me? Hello? Oh, hi, Katrina, it's Margaret. I'm just calling you back. I'm sorry I missed your call, and I haven't had a chance to listen, but... I just wanted to call you back and check and see if everything's okay. Not really. It's... I just, uh... Damn. I just got the shit scared out of me and I can't... I'm so pissed. I just, I just oh, can't... Okay, okay. Where are you right now? I'm at home. Okay. Okay, so you are safe. You're home now. Yeah, yeah. I'm unnerved. I... Okay. I hear you. Um, I just want you to listen to my voice a minute, Katrina, okay? We're going to take a deep breath together, okay? Okay, let's do it together. Okay. Good, let's take one more. Good, good. Katrina, you're safe, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm home, and I'm not going anywhere. Oh, Katrina, I'm so sorry. I I have another call coming in that I need to take, 
but I promise I will call you back in five minutes, okay? <laughs> five minutes, I'll call you back. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Thank you for calling me back. Of course. I will call really? right back. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bobby, who? Neighbor. Shit. Hello? Hi, Katrina. This is Rhonda from the Toyota Maintenance oh, Department. Oh, Rhonda? I'm calling because the factory this really warranty isn't on the your time. 2002 Celica has expired. And our records no, show that your car I'm sorry, is due 5,000-mile service. I really and this don't have a... great time for you to extend where, your warranty so that you can ensure that the best care for your car as it continues Rhonda, to age... Rhonda, this really isn't a good time. Is press 1 to connect to the operator standing by to take Shit. your car... would have fended him off. Hello? Oh, hi. It's Margaret. Sorry about that. I just couldn't be avoided. I just want to check in. How are you feeling? Not good. I just... The phone has rung three times since I got home, and each time I've come out of my skin. Okay, so tell me what's going on. Your your message sounded pretty scary, and... This motherfucker on the highway almost killed me. I don't even know what I did wrong, really. But I thought I was going to die. I am pissed off. When I got home, I was scared to get out of my car, angry that all I had were my keys to defend myself. Did he follow you home? No, thank goddess. He got off the freeway and he he just kept going. It's just, he was screaming at me, swerving his car at me. And then then he was pointing something at me. And and then... Okay, was it a gun? He was pointing, I don't know, but he was screaming and pointing. and, And then he rolled down his window at me and... I felt so trapped in my car. (laughs) Okay, okay. You're safe now, okay? You're safe, Katrina. Let's take another deep breath, okay? Okay, okay. Okay. I hate feeling so scared. I hate it. I came home, turned all my lights on, double-locked my doors, puked and called you. I'm checking my walls as if I'm in one of those freaky gas station bathrooms, usually off some goddess-forsaken highway in the middle of nowhere. You know the ones that have one toilet in a big room? Metal walls with a sink and those nasty hot air dryers. Before I 
pull down my pants. I, I checked the lock a couple of times, looked for tiny holes in the walls. They could be cameras, and I pee very fast while my head spins escape scenarios. Then after I leave, shake the thoughts in my head and doubt myself and wonder if I'm being paranoid. Months later, I hear it on the news. Some guy at that gas station has hours of tapes of women peeing in the bathroom. Peeing? What in the hell do they get out of watching women pee? For God's sakes, changing a tampon cat. It's so disgusting. And it happens all the time. All the time. It's a form of rape, you know. Try to convince men of that. And this thing tonight was too. Yes, it was. It was. I know it was very threatening. Yes. And and I was scared to get out of my car. Scared that I can't catch my breath, that I can't calm down, that I closed my drapes, turned on all my lights. What is it with men in cars and violence? Then... And then what, Katrina? And then... Maybe... I don't know. Okay, okay, what don't you know? Maybe, maybe it's because this guy scared the shit out of me and it all came back, you know? Fuck, I was raped in the car. Katrina, the car, the violence, it's very significant to how you're feeling right now. Never had second. Never had sex in a car again, tell you that much. I. When were you raped, Katrina? How long ago was it this happened? About 20 years ago. That's what makes, makes it weird. No. No, it is not weird at all. I. I just want to ask you, I, I, you've never mentioned this in therapy before, so. I don't I even to... think about it all the time. Okay. Not like I used to. Well, are you comfortable, you know, sharing with me now what happened? Oh, God. It was so freaking typical. I had an argument with my boyfriend. I had a buzz on and wasn't ready to go home. It was snowing, and I was sipping my beer as I planned my walk to the bus stop so I wouldn't have to wait too long. That's when the perpetrator... Perpetrator, one who performs or commits a crime, etc. Trust me. It doesn't come close to the actual human form. Love that word, perpetrator. I memorized the definition. Did you know him? The man who raped you? My perpetrator? He was a casual acquaintance who graciously offered me a ride. Good Samaritan beginnings. 
know what I learned from him? Go for the cab, always. Better conversation and a quicker route home. Did you have anyone that you could call then? You know, perhaps a friend or a family member? Who was I going to call? I don't know how this subject came up, but years later, I told my sister. Now, mind you, our relationship has always been competitive. We were having dinner. I was probably looking for sympathy or bonding. That's a scary thought. Something, anyway. So uh, I told her the whole story. And (laughs) she scowled at me, Margaret. Literally. Said, get over it. It happens to all of us. She said she was on a date, got drunk. A guy forced himself on her, on her couch. Then she looked down at her plate and stabbed her food with her fork. The conversation was over. She couldn't look me in the eye the rest of the night. Couldn't wait for me to go home. Okay, I I hear you, uh, Katrina, but I want to say I'm not here to diagnose your sister. Um, but it does sound like she has some unresolved pain or fear happening. Isn't that sad, her response to me? Yes, I would say so. She is so angry in that way all her life. Katrina, Katrina, we are not going to talk about your sister right now, okay? I want to stay focused on you and your journey right now, okay? We can talk about your sister another time, okay? Yeah. So let's go back. Tell me what you're feeling right now. Well, I guess I do get angry at him. Okay. Because I don't understand it. That need to hurt someone physically. I really don't get it. And now now I've got this asshole terrorizing me in his car with a gun, and I really don't know what I did to piss him off. And I know that he can't look in a mirror and say he's never done whatever he thinks I did on the road. We all do things driving. But he was so angry, weaving his car toward me, yelling, God damn it. I I get so mad at myself when I hear women say the, the fear lasts a lifetime. That scares me. Why? Because if what they say is true, then what's wrong with me? Katrina, women get raped all the time. Unfortunately, it happens all the time, but not one of those experiences is the same. They are all vastly different. It's just that I shoved it out of my brain and moved on. I graduated from college. I work. I move through life without fear. I can get in any elevator with just men or, or not feel the need to cross the street when I'm alone, when a man is walking toward me. But then... If I let it in, I wonder if I asked for it. Did I smile too much? What did I say? Did I lead him on? 
Katrina, you know that's not true. You just said about 10 minutes ago that all these stereotypes are lies. No woman deserves to be attacked. Now, I need to ask you something else, and I know this is delicate, but did you, um, did you report the rape, or did you get a rape kit completed? 20 years ago was not a banner time for rape victims. And I didn't want to go through that humiliation, too. But sometimes I regret that I didn't report it. But then again, if I had reported it, others would know, and I didn't want that either. Well, why didn't you want others to know? Because it was embarrassing when people asked me about my bruises or black eyes. Because I didn't want to answer the questions. How did it happen? Were you drunk? Did you fight him? I didn't want to talk about it to anyone. They were just curious about what I did to make it happen. What did I say? Well, perhaps they were concerned. Oh, yeah, I know. <sighs> Margaret, I was the walking wounded for a while. I drank like a fish, but that was a different addiction, nothing to do with my rape. I fucked like a rabbit, anyone who'd have me, and never, never felt satisfied. Just shame. Shame for all of it. For being alive. Katrina, that, that sounds like a really lonely and painful place to be. How long did all of this last? Damn, I don't know. A couple of years. I just didn't feel anything. I was dead. My attacker was Asian. I guess that's rare, because my boss, one of the few people I told, and only because I had to, said I must have done something wrong, because Asian men are so docile. That explained my black eyes and bruised and swollen body. After I lost the battle, and I battled. I battled, Margaret. When he first came at me, I put my cigarette out on his arm. Didn't phase him, but really pissed him off. He was on a mission. He was stronger than me. Ripped the sleeve out of my suede jacket. I don't really know how it all went down, but I do remember. Yep. I do remember the knife out of nowhere. Do all men carry weapons? Did he stab you? Somehow I got wedged between the bucket seats, my back pressed against the hard plastic console, my head jammed against the back seat. Trapped. Forget the way my hair stuck to the vinyl back seat. I could feel every hair pull at my scalp as he pounded against me. It made that rubbing noise in my ear. My hands pulled at his hair, pounded his back. It did no good, so I stopped. Just stopped fighting. 
caring feeling. God, it seemed like hours. I don't remember the drive back to town, except he did come at me again. I was smoking a cigarette and I burned him again. And he didn't continue. <laughs> really wish I remembered more. How did you escape, Katrina? <laughs> I didn't escape. He pulled up to a corner and pushed me out into a snowbank. Oh my god. The snow felt so cool on my face. Like putting out a fire. I wonder how he remembers it. If if he remembers it at all. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. I was fucking terrified. You know, Margaret, I have never said that out loud before. I was fucking terrified. The time with him wasn't years, months, weeks, or days. It was fucking minutes. A moment in time. A few hours in my lifetime. Did you seek any help? I wrote tons of journals. Cried, slept, prayed. Therapy. The journals, did you keep them? My journals? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Filled with bad poetry. Well, writing them must have helped, no? Yeah. They helped me forgive myself. A little at a time. And kept it away. What's the it, Katrina? Fear. When the hair on the back of my neck stands up. Or my throat closes and I can't breathe. And I want to crawl into a tiny ball and hide. It's been such a long time. Such a long time since I've been so afraid. It's awful. I hate it when it sneaks up on me like this. Fear is a fucking trap. It wraps around me and blocks out rational thought. It's claustrophobic. I hate how it immobilizes me. I hear you. I... You're just not used to being afraid in your life. No, I'm not. And I don't want to get used to it. I spent years getting unused to it. I understand. And I hear you and I want to acknowledge that you are not used to it. I do, however, want to state that I'm here to help you walk through it. Okay? There mm -hmm. are a lot of other things that are going on here, Katrina. But we can work through this. 
It will take some time. I know you'll get through it, though. You've done a lot of work already. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm never driving on the freeway again. Side streets only. <laughs> well, that's a bit extreme there, you know. Um, Katrina, listen, I, you've done some excellent work. Truly, truly. Thank you. Um, yeah, you sound exhausted, but you also sound a lot calmer. I am. Thank you, Margaret. Of course, of course. So I think you need to come in this week. So I will call you in the morning and we can set up a time. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Margaret. Of course. Of course. You sound like you're in a really good place now, Katrina. So I'm going to say goodnight mm -hmm. and you get a good night's sleep. And I, I will. After I pick up all the magazines I just threw at my wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, please, again, don't hesitate. If you need to talk, you can call me. Thank you. All right, good night now. Good night. Our plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong, recorded at the Oak House Studio in Altadena, California. Mixed and designed by our talented sound engineer, David Peters. Sound effects are provided by Audio Jungle and music from Karaoke Version. If you're interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website as well. Please share this podcast with friends and don't forget to subscribe so you'll be notified when our next production is live. <laughs>